Welcome to Season 3 of the Chaotic Goodness Podcast. I'm Kim, and I play Flossie Lee. You don't need to space the baby. Here's Steve, and he plays Dr. Arthur Ezekiel III. Maybe this isn't a good idea. This is Christy. She plays Rin Hudson. I have killed men for less than that. Here's James. He plays Hentel. I mean, I've used it. It's pretty nice. I mean, it doesn't match these magic fingers, but it's pretty good. And this is Chad. He plays Gideon, Nyko, and Wade. I have, I have fans like Coral. Let the chaos begin. starting another episode of the chaotic goodness podcast woo yeah and before we get started guys we got another review on itunes yes yeah this one's two stars that's less awesome it's from denmark Eh. it's even less awesome we need one and two star reviews that's how we become a real podcast so nobody's called us gay yet oh here we go why would what i don't know I'm pretty sure we've been called gay more than once. We, by our fans. Yeah. Yeah, but not as a slur, I mean. Well, no. Well, no, because it's kind of... Right. We are the big gay space opera after all. Yeah. Yes. So here we go. Two-star review from Denmark. At its best, it's like reading a comic strip. A little laugh one story, and the next story has no relation to the previous one. At its worst, it is very boring when the players decide the outcome on a miss, which so far has either been small, fluffy, non-threatening creatures to accidentally reading a guard's perverted fantasies. Well, well I mean, that hey, did happen. when you listen to more than five episodes of the show, we would like an update. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Anonymous Dane, if you choose to continue to listen, we would sure love to hear your feedback after Ooh. another, say, I don't know, maybe 10, 15 episodes. Guys, I have, a, I have an idea for our next NPC. Oh, Lord. Anonymous Dane. Oh, God. <laughs> he just hates everything. He goes by Anon. Does he wear a mask? Which, 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 who should his mask be of? V. No, that's just Guy Fox. Yeah. Somebody else. He wears a Richard Nixon mask. What about like a, like a, like an 80s Care Bear mask with the eyes? Like Tricky <laughs> Dick? Ooh. What the? What? Like we're getting away from ourselves thing. right here. Okay. Do you not remember 80s Halloween costumes? No. It was like a plastic apron with the pictures like from the show that you tied in the back and a plastic face with the eye holes and like a mouth cut out with, in the shape of whatever it was. They were great. This just in, Kim is old. <laughs> I, I don't remember. I don't remember any of that <laughs> at all. They were, they were great. Especially not the He-Man costumes that had like the plastic pecs. I don't remember what the He-Man costume looked like. Probably had plastic packs. More like He-Man. But it was probably the same, like, apron thing. Right. So, uh, ready to do a Cramped Quarters episode? Hell yeah. All right. Uh, Hello, I'm claustrophobic. Oh, too bad. So, we had escaped from Aurora Station, mm-hmm. and uh, everybody, so the the Irritated Badger, the unspeakable moose and the 
the anteater all did wild jumps away from the station uh, and everyone's planning on meeting up together at a predetermined place once everyone negotiates their little wild jumps. So I need Flossie to roll 2d6 since it's her puffy unicorn sticker. Yep, I guess Flossie hit the puffy unicorn. Oh, we were talking about this earlier. We have we have Zeke Prime and Crazy Zeke and two Fentac. But Ezzy is on the unspeakable moose. No, everyone is on the irritated badger. It's a party. Yeah. So all the Ezekiel clones are on the irritated badger. Yes. Who's on the unspeakable moose? Uh, the rest of the moose's crew. Okay. Except for Ezzy. Yes. Well, the other historian Zeke is still. He's on, on the space station. station. He's on the station. Yeah. Right. Unfortunately, he didn't get herded into the nonsense, or perhaps fortunately for him anyway. All right, so we <laughs> we have a six. Oh, that is a failure. Yeah. Oh, and I came prepared for that. I bet you did. I didn't realize uh, Gideon had taken up that exploit. There is a particular book that I have not used in a super long time. It's the Wild Jumps book. Oh, There's no. a Wild Jumps yeah. book? Written by Malcolm Harbrow. Remember him? Yes! Yay, Malcolm Harbrow. We have not used his books in a while. Yes, but he also has a chapter on very bad jump experiences, so we're going to go ahead and get into that. No good, very bad jump experience? (laughs) Yes. So let's see. Here's what it says for a very bad jump experience. Okay. Some travelers claim to have experienced distorted, nonsensical horror escapes during a particularly awful jump. Others come out of these jumps with disfiguring injuries or mutations. Some lose their minds in the jump space. Others simply don't come back at all. And then there are the rumors of beings, terrors living in the null space between jumps. Tall tales and hearsay, surely. Didn't we do this once before? Yeah, something similar we, to that, yeah, but we, we there's other questions. We experienced a void creature before. There's other questions. Okay. So let's see. We'll just go, we'll just go back and forth here. So, uh, Kim. Or Flossie, what do you see or hear in jump space that makes you doubt your own sanity? So Flossie is reeling from the loss of Rin. So her thoughts are going to be all about losing people. So she would be having nightmares about all of the people that she lost. And just um, like having hallucinations that they're on Everyone you've ever lost is on the ship. Yeah. Okay. All right. Zeke is still unconscious. Hmm. Lucky you. No, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So, Zeke, how has your prolonged exposure to jump space damaged you? Don't keep in mind you're still broadcasting your thoughts. Right. Um, so, so I'm. I'm still. <laughs> we we've we've progressed beyond just you know like the the surface basic subconscious and 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 dreams. We're broadcasting the things that he's forgotten. So, you know, like real early childhood, which I'm not sure what that would have been like for Zeke, because his earliest memories are the orphanage. But then was he actually raised in like a secret government lab? That sounds fun, actually. Yeah. So so people are getting like these flashes as a very sterile building and lab coats but like but like the mom from muppet babies so they don't have faces and you only see them like from the knee down and they're wearing <laughs> green and white striped socks one of them oh, for wow. sure but there's all these other 
kids, but they're they're all Zeke. Wow. Oh, that just raises a lot of questions about what the Muppet Babies was all about. <laughs> I'm gonna have nightmares. God damn. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right, so while this particular jump seems to be stretched out into eternity, which is very odd because normally wild jumps are instantaneous, this just seems to go on forever and ever and ever. But eventually, the ship does exit jump space, and I have two questions. Number one, let's see. Flossie, what what vital ship system has failed, and how bad is it? Uh, It's a part of the engine we've stalled. We've stalled out. Okay. Yeah. All right. So is it repairable? Are we going to need a replacement part? I imagine it's repairable. Okay. But, um, I mean, it would kind of have to be repairable. Something has broken. Something was so affected by the jump. We're drifting. And we're drifting till it's fixed. Okay. And let's see, Zeke, how much time has really elapsed? I want to say like months. Um, yeah. Like months, months, uh, like three months. Wow. Okay. All right. So we did a wild jump and ended up three months into the future. And now we're just kind of hovering somewhere. Flossie has really been doubting her sanity. Uh, because apparently this wild jump jumped us into the future and the, the ship is drifting and we are nowhere we've been before. We're in some part of some sort of uncharted space. Now let's get to the, the cramped quarters bit. <laughs> Cause this is going to take a while to correct and get us where we need to go. It's the, the master plasma manifold. The master plasma manifold has yes. been damaged. Uh-oh. Yes. And it's leaking plasma all over the ship. Get a mop. That sounds- okay, so so a, a, a question about relativity. Mm-hmm. Have have we all aged as if it's been months? So, like, have, have the men grown beards? Or has it been, like, an instant for us and months for everyone else? Months for everyone else. So we are unchanged. Well, that's good. Then maybe the Fentac have survived. Mm, Maybe. Don't know. All right. So uh, who wants to get started with the whole cramped quarters thing? (laughs) The one that's like curled up in a ball under the blankets on her bed crying? Yeah, that The unconscious one. (laughs) Or the guy who's all upset because the engine's busted and can't blame Zeke. Well, see, Zeke can, uh, yeah. I mean, Zeke can come too. Any time. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't have IVs in you or anything like that. Right. Eventually I'd wake up. <clears throat> right. Is that what you want to do? You just want to wake up in the middle of the med bay and you just see a whole bunch of like frozen specimens and unconscious people around you? Sure. Okay, great. Yeah. So you see in the cryo tubes, you see the two Fentac symbiotes. You see another clone. And then next to you, you see another clone. You're not sure which one is. No, as he's super muscly. Oh, that's true. The muscly one is next to you. Okay. The the one in the cryo tube is wearing looks like a OR scrubs, like like the the 
open butt apron things. Okay. So operating. And he's covered in blood. Okay. (laughs) What do you do? I. Uh, is there anyone else in the med bay so with is there me? Barbecue sauce on my titties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, that's the first thing I do. I check my titties for barbecue sauce. Okay, it looks like it hasn't happened this time. Okay, is there anyone else in the med bay besides mm, me and the Zeke nope. clones? It looks like tech? you're the only conscious being in this med bay. Like, oh, alarms are going off. Wade is announcing that there's been like a plasma containment failure. Okay, so so Wade is Wade is, yeah, he's operational, operational and sane, which means that Gideon's not dead. Right. And Mavis is re- is charging up in the corner. Oh, I'll turn Mavis on. Whoa, <laughs> whoa! <laughs> I don't think we have time for that. <laughs> No, I have magic. No, I, no, I don't. Oh, good. <laughs> no, we lost our magic fingered woman. So you go and activate her. Yes, I will activate Mavis. Thank you for turning me on, Doctor Ezekiel. Anytime, Mavis. Um, can you please program me not to say that every time you switch me on? That's Gideon's job. Anyway, um, what's uh? What's going on? We have just exited jump space after a wild jump. Okay. Um, do you know where Flossie and Rin are at? Flossie is going through some sort of emotional meltdown or something in her bed. Rin is not present on the ship. I bet those two events are connected. I'm going to go find Flossie. Um, can you keep an eye on our patients? Of course. Oh, and doctor. Yes. Could you please put some clothes on? Oh, yeah. Find some pants, tie up the the operating thing. It's on backwards. Flip it around frontwards so I can tie it better. You have shirts. (laughs) Somewhere. This is more important. Sure, okay. And you go looking for Flossie? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Where do you go look? Well, I, I take the Flossie stick and I just start tapping on the walls. You hear tapping on the walls. You hear a tap, tap, tapping on your spaceship walls. As if a doctor gently rapping, rapping at your spaceship walls. Who is tapping on the walls? It's me. Where are you? Where you at? Well, you're not sure which clone it is. Who is me? It's Zeke. Are you trying to get in here? I'm just trying to find you. Mavis said you were experiencing some sort of distress. I'm in my room. Well, yeah, but your room is three different living rooms in all different parts of the ship. Well, no, the one with the bed. You've been in here a million times. Just come in. Okay. Just watch your head. So you crawl into Flossy's space? Yeah, after right. smacking my head. And <laughs> being warned. Naturally. Okay. All right, so you go in there. So are you going to give us a cramp quarters roll? Yeah, I'll do a cramp quarters roll. I'm going to assume it's with Flossie? Yeah. No, I'm going to go into Flossie's room and then have a cramp quarters roll with Gideon. Watch me talk to somebody on the comm link. Ten. Oh, you bond. Yay. <laughs> go for it. Flossie. What? I brought cookies, Flossie. Where did you get cookies? I'm always prepared, remember? All right, I'll buy that. So I 
flip the blanket off of my head and put it around my shoulders and look at the cookies. They look all right. I figure I'll have one. Just set the cookies down in front of her. Those are actually pretty good. You should share some with Rin. Um, Rin's not here, Flossie. She is. She's sitting right there. No. Mavis said that she's not on the ship. But I can see her. But I can't. And Nico. We picked up Nico somehow. He's sitting over there. You should say hi to him, too. No, it's, it's just me and you, and I'm assuming Gideon, but I haven't seen him yet. And uh, Ezzy. Ezzy is here. Okay. And another Ezekiel in Bloody Scrubs. And I need, I oh, need that one. I need my lived. I need my favorite nurse to help me out with him. Well, didn't you charge Mavis? Yeah, but Mavis is a good nurse, but she's not my favorite nurse. I need my favorite nurse, Flossie. I don't know what to tell you. Well, you absorbed all of my medical memories, so. So you want my help? Yes, it'll be okay. What the hell are you wearing, Zeke? Uh, what I woke up in, plus pants. I remembered to put pants on before I came in this time. That's good. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, okay, so what are we doing? Uh, well, we're going to check to see how the the other patients are, the other two Zeeks and the Fentac that we have on board. Why do we have Fentac on board without hosts? The Unidor. Right. They had to be them. Yeah, they... they were trying to put them in you. Well, one of them anyway. I imagine they already put one in the other Z. Does that mean that the clone tact worked? Probably. Yes. I don't know. What's a clone tact? Clone tact is a drug I made. It makes me psychic, but only to other Ezekiels. Hmm. Well, I guess we could ask them. Right? But I need help waking them up. Which okay, means that, right. that you and you and I and your blanket can come too. Okay. Have to go back into the med bay. All right. You ready? No, but I mean, okay. All right. I'm all out of tea anyway, so. Right, the, the tea's up in the galley, so. Yeah. All right. Okay, let's go. As y'all leave, uh, Flossie, you hear Nico whispering softly to you, murderer, you let me die. And then he fades. No. No, no, you flew off in your own ship. I didn't kill you. Sorry, Zeke. It's okay. Okay, let's go. So y'all are going to try to revive people? Yes. Who are you starting with? Ezzy. Okay, how are you going to try to revive him? First, I'm going to take him out of the cryo tube, which is... Artificially, he's not in a cryo his... tube. He's on a gurney, like oh. you were. Okay. Uh, smelling salts. There you go. So you open up some smelling salts, and it wakes them up. So, oh. All right. First question: Did the clone tact work? The what? Clone tact. What the hell is that? That was the psychic drug that I took. Did you hear my voice in your head, telling you to cu- be prepared and to bring guns? Yes. Okay, then the clone tact worked. Yes. Good. That's he, the most important thing. He, he wiggles around a little bit under the sheets that he's on, and he pulls out like a small pistol. It's like, I came prepared. You might want to give this a rinse, though. Okay. Uh, second thing. Yeah. What do you know about the stranger in the cryotube? 
I'm assuming with Cryotube, the crazy one. Yes. Okay. Yeah. He looks at it, goes, the, I, the only thing I know that he's a handsome son of a bitch. Isn't he, though? Yeah, really? seriously. Oh, God. I could just stare at that form all day. Okay. I'm going to go get some tea while you two talk. Bye. Keep in mind, you can also do uh, cramped quarters rolls with NPCs. Right. So if you want to do one with Ezzy, we can do that. Yeah, I'll have a cramped quarters roll with Ezzy. All right. Seven. Hey, you. He learned something about you. So he, as he gets up, sits up in the gurney. He's like, ugh. He looks around where he's at. Because are we on the badger? Yes. Why are we on the badger? What what happened? Um, I don't know. I was unconscious for a lot of what happened. And that's why I'm asking you. Okay. So I was unconscious when we got aboard the badger. Oh, okay. Because um, I woke up here too. And the only person I've found so far that can answer that question is in the middle of a nervous breakdown and getting tea. Ah. You had to leave the space station in a hurry. The crew initiated a wild jump that was unsuccessful. Well, success is always measured in degrees, I think, because we got away from the station. Uh, so I was captured by Fentech, by Fentech, by Unidor. And, um, is that who got me? Yes. Oh. Uh, and then I took clone tact so that I could contact you. Do you have to call it clone tact? It's a great name. Is it? What would you call it? Mr. Smart man. I wouldn't call it clone tact. When you come up with a better name, we'll call it something else. Phone a clone. Hmm. What? Okay, we're going to have to watch some movies because you'll understand why Clone Tact is a great name after we watch um, Ancient Earth Cinema. Whatever. Anyway. Do I have to wear this the entire time I'm here? Where's the moose? uh, I don't know. I imagine it also probably had to wild jump if we had to wild jump so we could be anywhere. So maybe... He taps his ear and... You know, says, Moose, come in. It's like, oh, I'm out of range. Okay, well, that tells us some information. Uh, but I'll open up a, a uh, cabinet marked C for clothes. Oh, my God, it's labeled correctly? And I'll pull down um, extra scrubs. Okay, so at least, he's, at least he's wearing pants. And a shirt. It's like, well, did everybody make it off okay? Well, you don't know. Uh... From what I understand, we're short Rin. What happened to Rin? I don't know. And the only other the only other one here is Flossie? Uh, I, I'm assuming Gideon is on board because uh, Wade is not crazy. Who's Wade? Wade is um, the, the backup pilot to Hental. Okay. Wade is... You never, you didn't meet Wade earlier. No, no we've been we traveling never. together for a while. You think uh, you I'd never met, him. met Wade? No, well, Wade is Wade is interesting. Wade is a very nice young man. I I I'll let Gideon introduce you to Wade. Gideon knows Wade best. Okay, but anyways, the point is, is that if Gideon were not okay, then Wade would be less calm than he has than he is so far appeared to be 
since I've since I woke up. Are they like a couple or something? Something like that. Oh, okay. Very good friends. Oh, I see. All right. <sighs> so, a few months ago, we had to help repair Wade's brain. Oh, yeah. But I'll let, I'll let Gideon fill you in on that one. Okay. And so he gestures over to the cryo tubes with the symbiotes in it. And goes, the hell is that? Uh, those are Fentac. What were they? They, they so uh, how much? We didn't we didn't really talk much about the the secret cloning program, did we? No. Okay, so there was a secret cloning program. Yeah, I know that much. And near as what we can tell so far, the purpose of the cloning program was to create um, an ideal host, we think, for a Fentac symbiote. And you and I and uh, I don't know. We should what, what should we call this guy? Old handsome. You I you and I and old handsome here uh, are the results of the cloning program, and probably a few others. If I'm three and you're four, and I don't know what number he is, he could be nine or so. Two. So the Unidor wanted to put those inside of us, right? Well, I don't even know what those things are. It's a it's a it's a symbiotic slug thing that lives on your spinal column in your brain and your brain stem. Uh, it absorbs and maintains its own personality while also taking on the memories of every host that it has lived inside of. Oh. And they are functionally immortal, which is antithesis to the Unidor Creed. How do you know so much about these things? Uh, lots of time spent in the company of another Fentac and um, a specialist in the study of the Fentac, a Fentacologist. Uh-huh. On a Freevis. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. There, this is honestly probably the most rare species in the universe. Oh, well, that sounds exciting. Mm-hmm. And, and so I guess you guys have this, continue to have this conversation. Right. What does he learn? Basically everything up to, I mean, shielding as much as we can, because I'm not going to be like, oh, yeah, he's our illegal AI. And uh, <laughs> Hental is an alien that's that's lived for a million years or whatever. All right, and so Flossie is in the galley drinking tea. Yes. You want to do some cramped quarters rolls? Definitely. Okay. So give me a roll, and you can, it can be player, NPC. So there's a whole bunch of Zeke's in in the med bay, and Gideon, I'm assuming, is is in the um, in the engine dealing with plasma. Right. Yeah the the med bay is lousy with Zeke's. And mm -hmm. yeah, and Gideon is trying to get the ship operational. Um, so Flossie would have um, gone through the motions of making a tea service um, for all of the Zeeks and um, been 
extra attentive to details. Like there's her favorite teapot and it has a tea cozy on it. And there's the cups and the saucers and the cups are upside down and like all the different teas and the sugars and whatever. And she brings a little tray um, into the med bay for them. So, um, oh, phew, a 10. Oh, who do you bond with? boy um i don't know well let's see um so flossie walks into the room and um looks around for somewhere to put the tray down um mavis gestures to a uh you know an unused table surface thank you mavis um would anybody like some tea how many teacups are there uh four as he's like i Sure, I guess. It's not head tea. We ran out. Is that a euphemism for something? I didn't tell you about the head tea. I don't want to know about the head tea. It's it's really beautiful and quite delicious. It's a special tea that's made on a planet where we are gods. And um, the tea sort of blossoms in the teacup in the shape of our heads. Right. No, really. Okay. How do you take your tea? Just plain. I have milk, sugar, honey, Just plain lemon. Is, plain is fine. She pours pours the tea and hands it to him. He takes it. He sniffs at it before drinking it. Oh, oh no, no, it's fine. It's real tea. Okay, gods, huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. What? No, really, it's true. Sure. We arrived there, and when we got off of the ship, they the people were just there, and they were cheering for us. And then we there was a temple, and on the temple walls, there were pictures of us and all the different things we've done, and it was the craziest thing. And Gideon won't let us go back, and I don't know why. Ah, it's a weird universe out there. Nice to meet you. Hi. We've met. I mean, but, you know, in... in, in Okay. Right. So we're. I. This one here told me that Rin is not on the ship. What happened to Rin? No, she's she's here. She followed me into the galley and she helped me bring the tea in. Is Rin here right now? Well, yes, of course. She's sitting right there. Uh, as he puts the tea down and <laughs> just kind of looks over at Zeke. I think the wild jump may have gone. Poorly. Oh. Ooh. That's a good thing I was unconscious for that. And poor wild jumps are, are hard on everybody, and especially hard on psychic personalities. Yeah. Um, there, Rin, there's, there's no Rin here. <laughs> you guys are so funny. <laughs> okay, but so what did you need help with, Zeke? Mavis says that Rin's not here, and you say that she is, so you and Mavis might want to maybe calibrate something or other. Mavis hands you, Flossie, a a little tablet, a little data pad thing, and on it is a, it's a questionnaire. Just some questions you should answer. Yes or no. Hmm. Thank you, Mavis. Uh-huh. What's this for? 
It's for answering. Oh, okay. So what's the first question? Anyone you know ever told you that your ideas were strange or bizarre? Everybody says that. Okay, this is easy. Why am I doing this? Do you see or hear things other people can't see or hear? This is a terrible question for a psychic. Yes, of course I do. Okay. It just kind of goes from there. Okay. That was um, interesting. Thank you, Mavis. Here's your tablet. She takes the tablet and puts it back on the charger and she... um, she unlocks the drawer for the Zyprexa, just in case, you know, <laughs> Spyprexa, whatever. <Yeah>. Spilanzapine. <laughs> whatever you choose to dope her up with. So I thought I was going to be a nurse helper or whatever it was that you wanted help with. Um, and I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I feel like I can help. Okay. Um, so first question is, do you remember do you remember old handsome here in the cryotube? Oh, that poor Zeke. What's what's his story? Cuz I'm well, fine and Ezzy is okay. He's not. He's not. He's going through a rough bonding with a Fentac, I think. He came charging in right about almost when we got you out and he was really really stressed out. It was making him kind of aggressive. Well, that that explains why he's covered in blood. Right. Yeah, we had to fight him. Okay. It was really sad. Probably explains why he's the only one who's actively sedated and under cryostasis. Right. What do you mean aggressive? What was he doing? Well. (sighs) He can't do much damage with his butt hanging out like that. Oh, boy. That's what you think. He was really... Um, so he was basically trying to attack us. Um, he was so, um, just like, it was, it was like this blind rage. But he's not, but he's not armed. I don't remember him being armed. So what was he attacking you with? I don't remember. It was all kind of a blur. But there's definitely something wrong. So he's staying in cryostasis is what we're saying. Right. Okay. And and if he's in cryostasis, the only one who can talk to him is Flossie. But first, Flossie needs to take... Um, Maybe we should find maybe we should find Gideon. Can you I'm with you? You don't want to stay here with Mavis? Not really. I'm hungry. Where's your galley? Uh, uh, up and out and I'll take you to the galley. So the muscly guy goes off <laughs> to get some food. Yay. Uh, he says thanks for the tea. You're welcome. Yeah. Do you have any oatmeal? All right. And so we are going to jump over to the engine room where Hental and Gideon are. Gideon is buzzing around like a hummingbird trying to get different systems back online. It's like, and he's just, you know, just 
swearing a lot while he's fiddling around with instruments and stuff. It's like, we need a plasma manifold. Where the hell do we have a plasma manifold in storage? I don't know. Can we make one? Not with what we have on the ship. Can we ghetto rig one? Ghetto rig one? Yeah. Like, you know, like two Coke bottles and a couple of uh, tubes and maybe some tinfoil. But instead of like Coke bottles and tubes and tinfoil, we're using like relays and uh, circuit boards. And I don't know what goes into a manifold. So you mean, You're the jury, you mean jury rig? Yeah. That's the technical term. I, if I had white to trash fabulous, mm, I'm not comfortable with those words anyway. Uh, so do you want to start making some cramped quarters rolls there? Sure. I'm going to hijack some of these dice here. Cause Gideon's going to be working on this for a while. It's like, we could be, we could be drifting for days. I got a 10. So who are you bonding with? I'm with you. So let's okay, bond. Great. All right. Wonderful. Hey, do 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 the shuttles have like two smaller plasma manifolds that we could like mishmash together into one quasi functional manifold to get us to a place where we could buy new parts? Holy shit! You're a genius. <laughs> that could work. That could work. I need. Um, wow. We need parts we from the ships. Well, if we, if I do that, then we can't use the shuttles until we replace everything. That's probably okay because we can't use the ship until we replace everything. Where, where did you where did you tell the other two ships to meet us at? We were going to go to that station that we'd always wanted to go to, but never been because it has that really cool '80s memorabilia museum. Wait, wait, is this the '80s memor mem '80s memorabilia museum or just the Top Gun museum? This was the '80s memorabilia. The okay. Top Gun is a you and me thing. I'm not yes. taking okay. anyone else. That's there. Fine. That's us. Okay. All right, but everyone can experience the awesome that is the '80s at um, Starphrase Station. Well, okay, that's where. Okay, and once we figure out, once we get the ship online, and we figure out where exactly we are. Did I hear, did I, did, so I'm understanding right, we're totally off kilter with how long it should have taken us? Yeah, uh, he looks at his uh, wrist display. He's like, yeah, actually, it's uh, it's three months after we started the jump. So it's entirely possible that everyone else has gone there and bailed. Maybe, I don't know. Do we have communications? Uh, we, yeah, the propulsion's just out, but communication should work. All right, I'm going to go try to get a hold of them, and we will try to figure out what, what is going on now. All right, he grabs his toolkit, and he's like, I'm off to the shuttles. Okay, I'm going to go off and try to hail some people. All righty. So you go to our communication suite. Uh, let's see. So you're... Wait, so who's on the ship with us? It's us. Do we have Zeke's clone, no. Zach? Zach? Ezzy. Ezzy. There we go. Ezzy. And the crazy and one. And the crazy one. That we're calling Old Handsome. Yes. The crazy one is Old Handsome. That's the one that was already merged and we yes. in cryo. Yes. And the, Plus two, the symbiotes. two symbiotes in cryo. Yes. And then Yankoff and the other ship, they are on their own ships, yes. each and respectively. Yes. Meeting us at Starfry's station. Right. And we've activated Mavis. And we activated Mavis. Okay. Okay. Very important. Mavis. All right. So you go over to the communication suite. I want you to give me, yeah, this is going to take a lot of guesswork too. So that's going to be logic and three for logic. I have 
three dice pool for logic, one skill in computers. Okay. Um, plus, I can burn a luck. That works. So I'm stealing dice. You're also within 30 feet of yourself. I am. Which okay. doesn't mean anything, but okay. Ah. No, no, he looks in the mirror and says, you got this, handsome. All right, so 6, 10, 15, 16, 17. Sixes explode with luck. 19? So you... May I use your dice? No. You you boost the power. You are trying to send a message. to Who who exactly are you trying to get in touch with? Um, I'm going to try to get in touch with the uh, unspeakable moose. So you boost the signal and you're getting nothing. You try to boost it some more. You don't get much. Then you just say, fuck it. You crank it up all the way and you get through. Yay. It's, but it's not a very good signal. So there's a lot of like, like crackling, a lot of, uh, dropped words and stuff, but you, you get through and you know, on the other, on the ship, the, the picks up. I guess it would be Eliza. Yeah. This is the unspeakable moose. Hey, uh, uh, Eliza, it's the badger. Oh, my God. We we just got out of jump space. It's been three months. Yeah? Think of how long that would have been in in jump. Oh, jeez. Yeah, we're recovering. Uh, Are you sure? Yeah, our plasma manifold's dead. Uh, Anybody have any mutations? There's a couple of psychological mutations going on right now. Oh, great. With a psychic on the ship. Super fun. But we're still trying to make our way over there. Um, Everyone's alive, as far as I can tell. Oh, good. Um, We're going to be behind schedule. I assume so. Yeah, we waited waited for you for a while, but we thought that you were caught or destroyed. No, we're alive. Everyone's mostly alive. Um, or in cryo, and we're headed to Starfry Station now. Um, as soon as we can, um, manufacture a new plasma manifold. Where are you? I don't know. <laughs> I so have you, no you, idea. You jumped. You're in. We all lost our mind. We came out of uh, jump space three months later. You're in an unknown area of space. Yep. But you're headed over here, so there's no telling what. Can you give us an update when you have an idea? Yeah, I'm going to go over to the astrometrics area here next and try to figure out what's going on. But I figured maybe reducing panic on your guys' ship about where your crew member is would be nice. Right. Anyways. I'll try to reach out to Yankoff, too. Okay. And she cuts the the thing. So uh, you're still in the med bay, right, Zeke? Gideon comes walking up into the med bay. He goes over to the the helm area. Well, actually, he he gets down on his knees out by uh, the rear end of the the shuttle, and he he gets out his tool and he props open a part of the floor and he starts digging around in there. Pulls out a part that looks kind of important. Puts uh, it in his toolbox. Uh, Gideon. Yeah. Um. What's that? Uh, I am going to see if I can link the two plasma manifolds from the shuttles and see if it'll get the badger moving. Doesn't sound like a bad idea, but I'm well, if it works, that'd be really great. We can get out of here. We can get somewhere and get the ship fixed. If it doesn't work, we're all going to die. Right. Cause they'll explode. Those are our only two options. Do you need help? Not from you. 
<laughs> you want to take Flossie and Rin, apparently? What? Ask Flossie and see if you can get her to take these. What are these? Drugs that she needs to take so that she stops talking to Rin. Wait, where is Rin? Uh, not on board the ship, according to Mavis. So she's still gone. Jeez. Oh, okay. Uh, what do you mean she's still gone? What happened to Rin? Oh, oh, that's... Well, I guess you were captured at the time. So, well, uh, Hental and Rin were looking for you. I think they got kind of close. And then all of a sudden, Hental said that she... It looks like she disintegrated. And she no longer appeared on our scopes. Like, just kind of blip and gone. Flossie seems to think she teleported... We know how feasible that is. Right. Yeah, teleportation doesn't exist. Right. Um, I think, I don't know, if if I had to guess, and, and you and Gideon are the only ones in here, but just you, him, and Mavis, I think between the two of us, I don't know, Rin, like, triggered a trap or something and was killed. I don't know. But I think we need to prepare for her well, if she were still alive, Flossie would be able to contact her psychically. Yeah, that's why I think she's dead. All right. Um, well, you know what? That's a problem for another day. Let's just see if I can get this ship moving and we can all stay alive. Right. Right. You know that if you take that, the still goes down too, right? Take what? The If you take the secondary plasma manifold from the shuttle, we don't have a working still anymore. I don't give a shit about your still. Hentel cares about the still. Yeah, okay. Well, I think he cares more about getting to civilized space right now. Okay, I'm just saying. No, the real thing that you have to worry about is that if this, uh, if I don't get the ship up and running soon, the cryotubes will go offline. Why do I need to worry about that? He points at the Fentech things. I think those will die, and Senior Crazy Pants over there is going to blow handsome? your head up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What do you... Uh, so, Flossie was... Sketchy on the details. Yeah. What happened? What's what's with old handsome? I don't know. Just from what I told and from what I heard in the, the video feed that I, I reviewed. Uh, yeah. He was flying around and shooting fire at things. He can fly and shoot fire. Yeah. He had superpowers. We're going to rename him something, something dragon. Ooh, he's a clone. He's, he's our doubled dragon. Can I get back to work now? Yes, go okay, ahead. Good. Is there anything else Hintal or Flossie want to do? I want to go to Astrometrics and figure out where we're at. Okay. If I can do that. All right. So that's going to require logic plus navigation. Ooh, I think I know I have, the, like I said, the three dice pool in logic, and I think I have three in nav. So. And you're within 30 feet of yourself. And wait, 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 wait. Am I within 30 feet of Flossie's hallucination of me? Uh, Flossie's only hallucinating things that don't exist. Flossie is hallucinating all of the people in her life that she has lost. Ooh, she lost Hental for a little while. That is symptom of her psychotic break. Psychic break? (laughs) 17, is that enough to figure out a good rough shot as to where we're at? You're not as far. I can pour some luck dice into it if no, I need to. Seventeen right. is. You don't. I mean, you don't know exactly how to get from here to the station that you need to get to, but you do know that you're not as far out into the unknown regions as we're still near chartable space. Near, yes, but it's still going to take some effort to to get there. So the the nearest space, the nearest civilized system is Steve. Tell us about it. It's powered by hurricanes. 
No. A heckworm NATO. That, that wasn't me. I know, but you throw it out. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, like, what faction space is it? What's the planet like? So, it's... Uh, it is... It's an it's an enclave portion of space, so it's it's a little tiny tiny bubble of um, Union Space Corps that is all surrounded by Unidor space. Well, that's fun. None of this donut. None of this sounds appealing, or a Union Space Corps donut hole. So there's like one little pocket of. So are we in the pocket or out of the pocket? We're in the pocket. So okay. We're in Union Space Corps space at the moment. Correct. Okay. But it's still going to be a couple of days to get to a, a good uh, jump point. Or a place but to fix the ship. And you're also surrounded by Unidor you space. You need to stay in the Union Space Corps space. Yeah, well, we'll see. It's been three months. They forgot about us. <laughs> Nobody knows what is, what is, why the Union Sp- Space Corps carved out this section of Unidor space. Fucking perfect. <laughs> May not allow civvies here. There's nothing known to be habitable inside of it. It's it is a it's like an interdicted zone of when you say of, interdicted, do you mean disputed or um so so like it's like a no fly zone. Oh great we're in the DMZ Right, we're in the we're in the Unidor's DMZ. Right, fucking ideal, you dickhead. The, <laughs> the 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 border region of it is patrolled by the the best craft designed by the Union Space Corps to keep everyone out. Fucking perfect. So, in other words, they find us. They're not going to be happy we're here. No. So, in other words, we're not stopping in here. We're just going to the nearest oh. jump point. Oh. Flossie, was there anything else? Was there like another role that you wanted to make or, or can we see if Gideon can get the ship working? Flossie would be, now that everybody seems to be doing their own thing and um, um, she doesn't feel like she needs to help anyone. So she is taking her friends and family around the ship and like giving them a tour. Wait, I, quick question. Is Axton included in this? No. Like, like... Axton before no no okay no her mom her dad and her two best friends okay so you're just yeah. going down the hall he's just pointing out yeah, different just things talking so, to them like having a whole conversation with people that aren't there and, say, and here's my friend Gideon as he's like got his toolbox and he's going over to the other shuttle he stops and looks Gideon, at you maybe and, my dad can help you what maybe my dad can help you that'd be great if he was here. He is here. And Andy. Oh, God, why didn't I think of that? He's a mechanical engineer. He could totally help you fix the ship. Gideon's just got this, like, this look on his face that's, you know that look you get on your face? (laughs) Like the look I have on my face now when you don't know how to tell somebody that they're really fucking crazy. Right? (laughs) Like a surprise, like smile kind of things. He's like, um... You know what? That would be great. But before we do any of that, um, uh, Gideon reaches into his pocket and pulls out some pills. It's like, I think you need to hear some some vitamins for you. Why? The, they'll. I always take my vitamins. These aren't vitamins. Well, these are extra ones. The doctor says you got to take them. Yeah. These are extra ones. That's super nice, Gideon. I'm, yeah. I'm going to check these with Zeke first. 
you should do that. You know, why don't you take your your whole entourage with you? Do you want to meet them? I mean, no, I have to get the ship moving. Yeah, but it was nice meeting. Fuck it. And he just walks off. (laughs) (laughs) It was nice meeting. Fuck it. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. Flossie goes to try to find Zeke because she's a little confused about the vitamins. Okay, so do you want to do a cramped quarters roll to see how well this conversation goes? Sure. (laughs) Seven. So you learned something about the old Zeke over there. Yeah, I guess so. Hey, Zeke. Yeah. Um. So Gideon gave me these pills. Good. And he said that they were vitamins, but they're so not the vitamins that I take every day. And I don't need to take more vitamins. These are, what is a, I need bluff for lying. Just if you have like bluff or deception. Yeah. Damn it, I have bribery and negotiation. Well, you can bribe, you can bribe her to psychology. take them. Psychology. Oh, psychology. You could trick her into it. There's my dice performing more up to their usual standard. 20. So, uh, does Flossie have any skills in perceiving deception or insight or anything like that? Because that's going to be like an intuition role. You can read his thoughts. I mean. (laughs) Well, you have to be active about that. He's broadcasting them. No. That's been three months. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's worn out now. He he is also That's over what she the said. he's also over the compulsory te- com, com, compulsive truth telling. Yep. Yeah. Too bad we couldn't have fun with that. Mm. I had fun with it. Twenty nine. So I'm going to start off with that. Uh, well, because we were in jump space for so long, everybody needs extra vitamins. I. I love you, Zeke. I really do. And if I wasn't able to read your thoughts, that would have been super convincing. However... I forgot she can read thoughts. (laughs) Why do I need psych meds? Uh, Because you're seeing people who aren't there, Flossie. You introduced me to your mother and your father twice, and I still haven't met them. All right, at least that was the truth. All right. Is that it? Just these two? For now. And we'll see how you respond to that. What if I don't want them to go? Um, we need you operating at 100%. And as much as I'm sure you love your parents, they're holding you back right now. All right. Thank you, Zeke. You're welcome, Flossie. Sorry I tried to lie to you. It was a good effort. <laughs> Are you gonna you're gonna <laughs> take the really pills? Funny, yeah, she'll take them. Okay, so you take them, and then once they kick in, you get to see all your loved ones melt in painful ways. And yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's that's. I was just no. saying, disappear like Rin did. No, yeah, no, I'm just kidding. No, it's like it's one of those things. Like you're talking to them, you turn your head, then you turn back, and they're all gone. Yeah, yeah. And I'm gonna roll for something for Gideon. Uh, but I get to roll one more because I get an extra die when I work on spaceships. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh. We make it. So you get a message comes over the intercoms of the ship and says, I, I think I got it working. Did you check for feedback loops? Why would I do that? This is a plasma manifold, not a microphone amp. 
Yeah, the, the manifold actually feeds back on itself. I know that. Yeah, much. that's it how it works. It off. Good then. Yeah. Yay. So you checked in their present. The fact that it's working means that it's feedbacking. Good. Hey, Flossie, can you come to Astrometrics, please? I need your help with the thing. I think, in fact, we'll all need your help with the thing. Okay. Okay. All right, I'm on my way. Danke. All right, and we are, since we're done with the cramped quarters part, we're going to pick up this later. All right, next episode. Thank you for listening to the Chaotic Goodness Podcast. For information on how to connect to our Patreon, Twitter, and Instagram, please go to chaoticgoodnesspodcast.com. We are a proud part of the Nerdsmith Network. Find more information about lots of other nerdy entertainment at nerdsmith.com. Our show is sponsored by World Anvil and Die Hard Dice. Use our Die Hard Dice discount by typing console as your checkout code and receive 15% off your next order. Thank you once again and join us again for more chaos. Hey Jesse, what is Champions of the Earth? My Champions of the Earth is a live play radio drama hybrid about Power Ranger, Voltron, crazy action. Does it have teen romance? It has teen romance. Hey guys. And um, hey, hang on a sec. And what else does it have? Is there cool abilities? There's cool abilities. There's an original game system that we're playing together uh, and beta hey, testing. Hey guys, I mean, this is kind of important. Can you? Okay, call in just a second. We're trying to tell people about Champions of the Earth. Okay. It sounds um, really cool. There's uh, so it's a cool mix of high school drama, superpowers, and there's mech combat. Yeah, but right now, there are monsters coming over the horizon. What are we gonna do, guys? We gotta get out of here. Ah! Artsy, save us. Hang on, I got this. Champions of the Earth. Find us wherever podcasts are downloaded. Check us out at championscast.com and go have yourselves an adventure.